Al, welcome back to season six. Yay! Six seasons in a movie. That means we're getting a movie next. Oh, snap. <laughs> the Jared and Al watch a movie. Oh my god. It's just a one ep- one one episode spinoff. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we are back after two weeks away doing some other stuff. By other stuff, I mean not doing anything. We were waiting for this thing to come out. We were waiting for this thing to come out. Which is a, it's an interesting proposition that we have for you this time uh, here on Jared and Al Watch. It's a podcast where we watch things mm-hmm. week by week and then we talk about them. Mm-hmm. I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Al and Ladium. Hello. And uh, this time it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. All five seasons before this, the whole show has been out. So we could be like, man, you want to watch like five episodes in a row and record them? Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. This time we can't do that. Nope. Because this show is currently airing. So we we have to watch week by week along with everyone. Like plebs. It's terrible. How dare we have to do this? (laughs) (laughs) So this is going to be an interesting uh, way to do this. Uh Because we're going in relatively blind. Which is again a relative first for this series. And, you know, I think it's going to lend itself more to being like, we're going to have, I think, a little bit more tighter and focused episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we can do a little bit more like predicting where the series is going to go. So it's going to it's going to be an interesting season, I think. Uh, but for this season, we are sticking with the Love Live franchise. Mm-hmm. So we watch now the third Love Live series. It's called Love Live. Nijigasaki High School Idol Club. It's the spinoff series. Yes. Which means that the animation looks different. I really like the animation. The character designs look different. Yep. It's a it's a whole different ball game. All and all. But you know, Al, I think in order to really dive into this series Mm -hmm. we have to figure out where this series came from because it's not like you know sunshine it's not like love life school at a project where you know it's these nine member groups doing stuff all together and all that sort of stuff it's kind of the same Mm -hmm. but not necessarily the same there are distinct and important differences yes uh specifically because this is a series that came from the games yes in particular uh we go back to 2017 a bad year as some people might say it was a bad year where the love live announced the perfect dream project where they started that off by basically doing a fan vote in school idol festival a very good game very good game where that game has a bunch of normal cards quote unquote where it's a bunch of girls that aren't in the main series um and they're not and they're like, voiced. They're not voiced. And they're like, hey, the top three v- girls in this vote, we're going to do something with them. So from that vote, we got uh, the top three. I think I don't know the order, but it was Shizuku, Emma, and Kanata. Yep. And then of those three, we got six new characters, and they put them all into a group. Eventually, the Perfect Dream Project transformed itself into the announcement for Love Live School Idol Festival All-Stars, which they announced at the Tokyo Game Show in, in 2017. And then 
in that game, we got like the actual story of the group and all the characters and everything. Um, and then that transitioned into an anime. Mm-hmm. One that not many people saw coming. Not even the voice actresses. Not even the voice actresses for the most part. Because um, mostly everyone's like, oh, this is, you know, the, they're going to be relegated to all stars because like the game is made pretty much for them and their story. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be it. And then late last year at the uh, first live they did, they announced that they're doing an anime. And the video of them finding out is super cute. Yes, it's very good because they they do not see it coming at all. No, and they're just reading it casually. Like they, I think they're told, like, hey, you read this thing, and they're just mm-hmm. reading it. And then they're like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? It is and very several good. several of them start crying. One, mm-hmm. like, flips a chair accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. So, yeah, knowing that we knew throughout this year that this anime was coming... At some point, uh, it was kind of up in the air until about a few weeks ago when they finally announced the date for it. Uh, I think mostly that was due to you know the the pandemic happening and everything. So I don't know if like if plans were to show to have this air earlier in the year or not, or if it got pushed back because of everything going on. But it is here now for the fall season, and uh, we are going to watch it along with all of you. Yay! Yay, indeed. Uh, let's let's talk about a little bit of the staff for this series, at least that we know of. Uh, this series is directed by Tomoyuki, Tomoyuki Kawamura, who has also done. Uh, he was an episode director in Blue Spring Ride. Okay. Uh, he did a, he did storyboard and episode director for Daily Lives of High School Boys, which is a comedy series. A little bit different than this, uh, and has done other stuff as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the series composition is done by Jin Tanaka, who did. Uh, series composition and script for Laidback Camp and Room Camp, uh, one of the more popular series from 2018, I want to say. It's a camping show. It's very good. That's what you said. Yes. Uh, Amongst other things, also did a Dragon Ball OAV at one point as well, so, you know, high quality stuff. (laughs) Uh, And then... Music is done by Naoki Endo, who has done arrangements for all of the Nijigasaki uh, albums to this date. Uh, also has done some like Idol Master and then 22-7 stuff. Uh, also was the composer and arranger for Ina Suzuki's first album, Ring a Ring. Oh. So definitely good. has been in the in the kind of Love Live Idol anime bubble. So. Definitely someone who probably knows how to, to score this kind of music. Um, so this anime is, for the most part, it seems to be kind of utilizing the same story as School Idol Festival All-Stars, except it's a little bit more expanded upon. Um, they have to change things up because the All-Star story deals with all three groups. So you have Muse, Aqua, and then the Nijikasaki girls. Obviously, Muse and Aqua are not here in this series. Like, there are specific instances in this first episode where they're like, where characters mention watching idol stuff, but they very much do not even mention Muse or Aqua. So we don't really have like an idea of like where this could be timeline wise or whatnot. But it's also interesting that this is a this is a Love Live series where they are not mentioning a previous group. Which, you know, that was something that Sunshine kind of, like, 
built its first season around. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see if like they will eventually kind of dive into that history of Love Live in this series of, or not. But a lot of this series and like the the way they kind of introduce the Nijigasaki girls and everything is like in a way does a lot of like breaking traditions within the Love Life franchise, which yes. I think is something that's very good and kind of been needed because yeah. if this was like another instance of the similar story that uh, Love Live and Love Life Sunshine had done, I don't know like how effective that would have been. Mm-hmm. And this is taking, you know, obviously in a whole different direction. Yeah. I mean, it's shaking it up and, that's that's always a good thing. You don't want to just yes. keep doing this. I mean, not that Sunshine was the exact same thing, but like it, it's it's a different formula, and I think that that's good. Mm-hmm. Like down to the art even being completely different. Like it, yeah. it's it's a good change, even if it's only a side side story type thing. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so all the Nijigasagi girls are here. You have Ayamu, Kasumi, Shizuku, Karen, I, Kanata, Setsuna, Emma. Rina, and then we have the new anime-only character as of this moment, which is Yu Takasaki. Uh, She is the protagonist of the series and basically is meant to be the the player character in All-Stars, but but brought to life in in the anime. Uh, Her name was was created due to a fan vote, which they did a good job by just naming her Yu. Yu, yep. (laughs) (laughs) This is just very on point. Um, Pulling so a yeah. Persona Four on us, basically, yeah. <laughs> so with that all out, with that all out of the way, um, unless you think there's anything else we need to mention, um, let's talk about this first episode. Let's do it. I have to remove my cat from my records. <laughs> that's just you know that's a thing you always have to do when you're talking about anime. Ugh. All right, continue. So here we go. This is Jared and Now Watch episode, or Jared and Now Watch Love Live Nijigasaki High School Idol Club, episode number one, where we are talking about episode one. It's called The First Thrill. Uh, so the episode basically begins, we see you and Ayumu out shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're at a clothing store. They're like looking at things to buy. They see in a window like this cutesy get up and use like, oh, Ayumu, you should wear this. You used to wear all this sort of stuff when right and then i was like yeah like when i was in kindergarten (laughs) (laughs) i haven't done that in a while and then there's like a little like kids like bunny hoodie and she's like oh you used to wear this when you were uh, in kindergarten i knew and and she's like did i and then you was like yeah you did the iu bun you had your your bunny ears (laughs) and i was just like embarrassed like uh (laughs) not uh, anymore i'm a grown-up He's like, you would look cuter in this. I'm like, eh. Uh, they go eat some food at a little outdoor vendor. And they're just like, yeah, what do we do after this? You want to go see a movie? And you was just like, eh, there's nothing on. <laughs> nothing fun. Uh, while they're trying to figure out what to do, they hear like a, bu- like a bunch of people like react to something. They're like, oh, what's that? Yes, there's an event happening over there's there. There's an huh? event happening. Um. There's an event. We're about to have our lives change. It's forever. true. There's an event happening on the stairs. I think it's this in this very small section of Tokyo called Diver City. Um, it's a big staircase. Most notably, this staircase it would be familiar to fans of the Nijigasaki Girls because one of their first like performances was on, on these the stairs. stairs. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very prominent. Um, Which is a cool nod. Yeah, totally. 
I mean, this this series is known for being very accurate to the places that it's in. So it makes sense that, that like one of the first performances you see is like a a nod to one of the first performances like the girls did themselves in real life. Right. That's really neat. Yeah. Uh, so we see Setsuna coming down the steps. Uh, and most notably, they there's one of the characters in the crowd mentions like, oh, it's just Setsuna. I thought they were debuting a new group today. Mm-hmm. And Cessna, like, looks a little uneasy, like, before she starts and everything. Um, Which totally explains the, like, fist clinch that she does in this mm -hmm. performance. I've always thought that that was, like, a strange, like, pump myself up move that she's having to do there. Mm -hmm. But, like, in this context, it makes perfect sense why she would start with that. Yeah. So she, we get a, we get her performance of Chase. Yeah, we do with Pyro and everything. Yeah, which is interesting because, like, obviously this is one of the first, uh, this is from the first single. Uh, this is the first solo song of Setsuna's. Um, and it's just amazing to, like, hey, we were going to start this series off with, like, literally one of the best songs. One of the best songs. <laughs> um, and it's also weird to see, like, this performance in the anime because I'm so accustomed to seeing it in, like, All Stars and, like, yep. real life to yep. where, like, they just have random fire pyro on these stairs which obviously it, that's how they do their performance in real life where yeah. she has fire pyro yep but also it's like where does where do they put the fire pyro on these stairs where, where are these stairs have pyro yeah <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, things go crazy with this performance yeah so like uh you and Ayumu hear that and they're like hey we should go check this out and see what's happening so they they arrive when setsuna's in like the back half of her song mm -hmm. um and they they are hearing this and everything, and you you becomes very enraptured with the performance. They do this really uh, cool shot where like it um I think it zooms into Setsuna and like it zooms into her eye, and you see the reflection of you, and it like switches back. Yep, it's a really cool shot. Um, and then like they give they let they let you hear the best part of Chase, which is Tamori's uh yell. Mm -hmm. And like the whole like scene changes to where like everything just becomes like. Lava. engulfed in flames <laughs> and everything there's just fire spewing out and like sets in this like floating around you while all this is happening you and is then, like, just like in love yeah and then, like she does the second scream and then like just more fire just like engulfs everything and she's just like oh my god this is the greatest thing i have ever seen <laughs> <laughs> like you just see on her face like how thrilled she is that mm -hmm. she got to see this like it it is it is life changing for her, and you can see that it's life changing for her. Yeah, uh, it's, so it's, a, it's such a, a well done scene. Sorry, it's very yeah, one hundred percent. I remember like we were both just like, "This is amazing! This is the coolest thing!" It was so cool. We've never mm -hmm. seen anything like that in a Love Live series. Ever. Yeah, like, and it, it does a good job of like, it does a way better job, I think, doing that compared to like what All Stars does, where it's just like, where you see like. I think it's you and Ayumu out and they see a, a Muse and Aqua like duo performance. And it's just mostly like kind of like still images of Muse and Aqua together. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Whereas here you really kind of get to see like how this really just like took to you and like why it was like so just captivating and made her just be like, oh my God, I've never seen anything like this before. This is amazing. Where has this been all my life? <laughs> Um, so yeah, after that, then they see the poster and it's like, oh, that's our high school. <laughs> we go there. <laughs> but it's got all the other girls. Well, not all the other girls, but some of the other girls on it. 
it has the 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 beginning members of the school idol club yes. which is setsuna kasami shizuku emma, emma and karen i believe that's right i think you're right regardless it's five members yeah um but the other four were clearly not there this time um Setsuna finishes up her performance and just like walks off yep. amidst the applause and everything. And again, like there's still like this weird uneasiness with her as she's leaving and everything. Um, like you said, they they find the poster and everything, and you was just like gushing about the performance, and I was like, "Yeah, this was really cool. You're you're really into this, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I believe we get a cut to the next day where you see you wake up and just like. <laughs> groggily just like she gets a call from Ayumu which is funny because the ringtone of Ayumu's on Yu's phone is is the instrumental version of Ayumu's first single Mm -hmm. which is interesting also Yu's room is they do a shot where like you can clearly tell this is Yu's room from All Stars yeah just without like the uh, the the Muse and Aqua posters in it Mm -hmm. um we get a we get a shot to Ayumu's room where you get to see Sasuke the snake yep he's like some snake and then they go out on their balconies and, and you're just like, I'm awake. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, don't be late. She's like, okay. I also love that um, you is kind of like edgy. She's got her hair like dipped green. Yeah. You was not what I was expecting. No, at all. Because I think you could go into this be- thinking that like, you know, this is a player character protagonist mm-hmm. and like usually that could mean like they're kind of more of a blank slate yeah that's and then, what i was thinking we were gonna and get. then in, in this she is like way energetic she is kind of a gremlin yeah she's got that like gremlin smile that she does every yeah. once in a while. <laughs> and she is super gung-ho about everything so like i was not expecting like just her high An actual energy. personality <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> i mean she has an actual personality in the game but like Again, like that can not be sometimes not quite to this level. Yeah, not to this level, and also that just can be hard to like translate in between a game and an anime. Sometimes that's true. Some people get it right, some people don't. Pleasantly surprised here. Yeah. So they go through their day at school, uh, and then after school, use like, "Hey," she goes up to Ayumi, is like, "Hey, you want to go somewhere with me?" And like, just yanks her along, like, "Where are we going? The school idol club? Do you know where that's at?" No. <laughs> <laughs> Which at this point I texted you. It was like, do they go to school in an airport? Because it's huge. Well, they make mention in the game a lot, like how big the the Nijigasaki school is and how modern it is and everything. Like, yeah, but like seeing it on the like just the outside of it and then seeing it animated and that huge, I was like, this is just an mm-hmm. airport. That's what this it's is. It's really like, big. Uh, also, like it was interesting to see. Like, I think this is one of the first animes I've seen this be a thing in. But like when they they did that classroom shot with you. Mm-hmm. Everyone has tablets. Oh. Which is a, obviously a very modern thing for like high schools and everything, especially, I mean, over here, that's the thing. I don't know. I would assume probably it's kind of similar, like being adapted in like Japan and other places around the world. Um, but yeah, everyone had like a, a tablet. And like that was like how they probably had like their books and everything, how they did assignments and all that sort of stuff. So I like, thought that was real interesting because I have not seen that in an anime prior to this, but also like. They make very, like, well-known, like, Nijigasaki is, like... Really swanky school. Really swanky school, really high-tech and modern. So, like, you can definitely tell, like, this is not going to be a story about, hey, we got to save the school because 
I don't think that's really an issue that's here. A problem. Yeah. Um, but the club room is huge, and they can't find the school idol room because it's not on the directory. Yeah, I think they mentioned like there's like hundreds of clubs. Like, because another thing you will find out uh, in this series is that like Nijigasaki is home to just like tons of clubs because uh-huh. people come here because they want to join clubs essentially. Yeah. Uh, and there's just like a large variety of them. So like they go into one that's like the the noodle shoot club. <laughs> I was like, heck <laughs> yeah, I want to join that one. <laughs> and they're just eating noodles, and then like. They're like, where's this Kohido Club? They're like, never heard of it. And he's just like, oh, man, that looks so good. And I'm just like, oh, we got to go. They're like, do you want to join our club? Noodles. Oh, we got to go. Uh, they go around a bunch of other places, can't find it, and are like just sitting on a bench watching students pass by and everything. They're like, oh, man, where is this club at? They spot a pink-haired girl and mm-hmm. uses like, hey, do you know where the Kohido Club is? And she just like stares at her for like 15 seconds. Yep. It doesn't do anything. Nothing. And then we see I coming down the stairs and she's like, oh, Rena Re, what are you doing? And Rena's just like, oh, I, hello. And then I is the one who's like able to find a map and is like, here's where it is. They're like, wow, no one else knew where this was. And she's like, yeah, I just got created this year. So that's probably why it's pretty new. And then when Rena is looking at them, I are used just like, did we scare her or something? She's she's just not talking. <laughs> uh, and then like when I and Rena go to leave, Rena like is like, "Hey, you just I I wasn't uh like busy or anything. You just kind of scared me. That was it. Do you guys like idols?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I am. He was like, "I guess." Rena's like, "Cool. I'm leaving." <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. They finally make it to the club room. Also worth mentioning that we do see her face here. Yeah, so that's going to be a thing throughout the rest of the series is that Rena, we'll we'll get to that eventually when like her episode comes about, but like usually Rena covers her face with like a notebook or something that has like different facial expressions. Um, There's a reason for that and everything. We'll eventually talk about that. But yeah, it was really, excuse me, peculiar to see like her first introduction without her mask. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially because, like, that was a big reveal in All Stars. Yeah, it was that they took a long time to to showcase. But yeah, they had already had the solution built in at the very beginning of it before she ever like became a prominent character. Yeah, she's already just like had that, and like that was just how she was introduced and everything. But here it's just like, nope. But they make hints of why she uses it later, so there's that. Yeah, so like there is that kind of like no. There's a reasoning for, like, why that's a thing. And, like, they kind of blatantly kind of show you, for the most part, why. But, again, like, if you're coming to this and you've played, like, All-Stars and everything, like, it's a, kind of jarring to be like, oh, this is your first introduction to her. And she's she your doesn't face. have the thing. That's, that's her gimmick. So, so then we find weird. the room. So we find the room. They're like, oh my god, yes, we're gonna we're gonna see everything. This is gonna be amazing and everything. And then the student council president shows up. She's mm-hmm. like, What are you guys doing here? And they're like, uh She's like, Oh, you're Yu Takasaki and you're Aimu Uihara. You're general studies students. What are you doing here? Like, we just want to see the club. And uh the student council president's like, Yeah, about that. The club's disbanded. As of now. Taking this <laughs> like, thing down. They're like, eh. Yeah, she takes the nameplate. And then just leaves. And they're like, well, that's weird. 
but I don't know what we got to do now. <laughs> Real strange. So they leave. Eventually, we get um like a a cut between like all the other characters. Like we see, uh, Shizuku is at uh drama club practice. She's rehearsing lines, and then one of the other clubmates is like, "Oh, I heard about your other club. It's real bad." But I guess now you got time to dedicate to the drama club. She's just like, "Yay!" Yay. <laughs> Kanata's asleep. And she's like, she wakes up. She's like, "Oh, oh no, I gotta go. Setsuna's gonna yell at me." Oh wait, I guess not. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> I love that she's got, just got like a pillow on a bench outside. Yeah. Like, she knows the prime spots to sleep at at Nijigasaki. She, she's dedicated to that nap life, and I love it. <laughs> Like, I wish I had that that ability. Uh, Emma and Karen go and get, like, coffee, coffee or something and are sad. Yeah. Basically, that's it. Yep. Uh, and then we see uh, you and Aimu back eating more food. They split a bread roll that's, like, honey and cheese. And I was like, that's an interesting palate choice. That could be really good. And they're like, well, that's a bummer about the Idol Club, isn't it? Like, we could have met sets in the... And he was like, I guess she had reasons for quitting then. Yeah, because uh, the student council president also mentioned that Setsuna's quitting being an idol. Um, and he was like, man, it would be real cool if, like, you know, having a dream and all this sort of stuff, being able to support someone. Like, that would be cool. But that's not going to happen. Anyways, let's go shopping, I guess. <laughs> and Naomi was like, oh. They go shopping, look at a shirt. They're like, let's look at that shirt tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, they get home, and they're like about to like head up to like their their apartments and everything. And Yu's just like, yeah, you know, gonna we gotta study tomorrow. And Aimee's like, hey, we should. What if we started our own school idol club? Like that'd be cool. I I also watched the videos and everything. I was just kind of scared in case we met Setsuna, and I would be flustered and be like, oh god, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Very nervous. Like, it'd be cool if you supported me. I would, I would very be happy about that. I'm going to go to the top of these stairs and sink now. Yep. She just throws her bag on the ground. Screw this bag. Grr. <laughs> I hate bags. So, yeah, we, we get into another big uh, song and dance routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, This is a new IMU, uh solo song. It's called Dream With You. Uh, they it changed over up into like very like bright pastel colors. You wore the outfit that they saw in the window of the the shop they were in at the very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I did not know this song, so I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, so this is brand new for the anime, and uh, goes it does like does some interesting things like the uh, the Kasumi single does, where like you see it kind of like flashes through like references to other things like. There's a point where like you you show you you mentioned that like oh she shows up in like her subunit outfit at one point. She does. Um, in that montage as well, she shows up in her first solo outfit. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a costume in the in, in between that I'm not sh- I might be the second solo outfit. Does she have like a side ponytail type thing? Maybe I don't remember specifically, but I knew I knew it was. I don't think it's the third one, but regardless, it's probably the second solo uh, outfit, and then it she goes into the subunit outfit as well mm-hmm. and then she does the whole song and everything and you're just like oh my god this was cool let's do the thing <laughs> there's also like cards that she gives yeah you know just oh yeah they they have like these weird cards that she gives she gives one to you um i don't remember what they are but you can buy them that's all i know 
<laughs> I just remember like after like on Twitter they're like, "Hey, you want to buy these? You can do that." And I was like, "Okay, cool." I don't know what it is. It's like a card holder or something. Uh, and that's basically the episode. We get credits, which is the credit song. Credits are actually different than you, what we would expect. I think that's yeah. an interesting thing as well. The uh, the credits ending is uh, called Neo Sky Neo Map. Um, it is not like the traditional Love Live endings have been. Like it's more like like an actual ending sequence mm-hmm. where it's not like a whole like routine and everything. Um, it also seems like it might break up the the idea that like you have different ending themes given like if a different character is focused or not mm-hmm. because I don't know how like they're going to because like the the ending is very like sequenced or like synced up with like specific characters showing up mm-hmm. in it so I don't know how you're going to do like solo parts of that yeah I don't know unless like they do like a different ending for that but yeah like that seemed also very different which is interesting um we have post credits uh scenes where we see the student council president looking at the uh the placard for the school idol club uh, and also Kasumi shows up, but she showed up earlier in the episode and is also just like, meh, 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 meh. that's what she does. And then <laughs> she shows up outside the, uh, the idol club room and sees the placards gone. And she's like, the dang student council. Ugh. I'm excited for her to go full gremlin. Oh, we're going to get some full gremlin next time. As we discuss, when we talk about season one, episode number two. It's called Cutest Girl, and it's very much a Kasumi episode. It's definitely. And, like, all of the scenes are just her being a gremlin. Yes. So, since, you know, we can have time to kind of predict what we think is going to happen next episode, Mm -hmm. because we don't know what's happening. Neither of us has seen what's going to happen. But we have kind of an idea given off of we've played Mm -hmm. All-Stars. So... In All-Stars, basically, this is kind of similar to what happens, where, like, you and Aimu basically are like, yeah, we should do the Idol Club, because it's been disbanded and everything. And, like, they run into Kasumi, who's like, I want to bring back the Idol Club no matter what. I'm going to do that. And then you kind of work together to bring back everyone into the fold. So I'm assuming that's going to be something similar to what happens here, where... Kasumi is going to find or gain word of like these two trying to do the idol club and be like, I gotta, I gotta hook up with these guys. See if they can help me. Cause I definitely was not on board with this whole disbanding thing. And I'm going to be a mega gremlin. Yeah. So that should be fun. I'm, um, excited. I'm interested to see like, cause obviously, you know, the all-star story goes up to a point. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they have, like, an, their own season, quote-unquote. Um, so I wonder if we're going to see, like, the next, like, eight or so episodes be focused on one specific girl and how, like, they get brought back into the fold or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or if they'll kind of, like, hurry that along quicker. Like, where we'll see, like, an episode where, like, oh, here's two or three of them coming along. Or, you know, here's just one. And then maybe the next time it's a couple or something like that. Um yeah, because I imagine, like, I and Reno would come together. Right. Specifically, there's there's stuff that's going to happen. There's stuff that happens in the All-Star story that I'm curious to see if they will do for this season. Yeah. Which has been speculation for a lot of people in particular. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you were going to follow the All-Star story, I think you could definitely follow it kind of to a T and then lead up to, like, the, the finale being what happens at the end of season one of the all-star story mm-hmm. 
I think that's entirely possible. Um, but yeah, like it's, you know, we have a ways to go until we will see that, but I think that would, that would make sense. But, you know, we have like 12 more weeks to figure that out. Cause I think they confirmed this is 13 episodes. Okay. 12 or 13. I mean, 13 was the norm for love live and love live sunshine. So, I mean, they might pull a Mr. Love and make it the same up to a point and then kind of veer off. That's his... true. Who knows? Yeah, we will We will wait and see. But yeah, that is, that is episode one. We don't have an intro yet, so that should be interesting. We don't have an intro yet, so I think that's going to be coming next week, I would assume. I would assume. So that'd be fun. Let's see what the intro is. I'm, uh, I'm excited for the rest of the series because like I... It's wild, I think, how much I've come to enjoy watching the Nijigasaki girls, especially like, you know, through their lives and everything, mm-hmm. through like, through their story, because their story is so much fun yeah. because of like just how they were kind of like the black sheep of the Love Life franchise. And now, like, they have big lives, they have their own anime now. It's like they, they're the group that like no one kind of expected to have any of this. Mm hmm. And they've persevered and done all of that throughout, like, you know, not having the same level of, like, you know, fandom or anything that, like, Aqua or Muse has had, but still just, like, they kept their nose to the grindstone and everything and just kept doing what they do. And it's led them to this point. I'm really proud of them. And, Mm -hmm. um, like, I've mentioned it to you before. I really like every single one of the characters in the Nijigasagi girls. Like, I love every single one of them. And, that has not been the case so far in Love Live. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the voice actresses are great. And I, I just keep thinking of earlier this year when in February when I saw the Love Live Fez and the people in front of me, like I wanted to fight them because they were being rude to the Niji girls. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look how far they have come. You guys suck. They're great. <laughs> look at them. They're killing it. Makes me so proud. I'm like a proud mama. And hopefully, like, you know, with them having an anime, they'll it'll help them gain more of that popularity and everything. And They deserve it. They totally 100% deserve it. But yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Next time, like I said, we will be discussing episode number two. It's called Cutest Girl. There's a heart in the middle of it. Nice. But yeah, if you'd like more from us, go to SeasonalAmateCheckup.com or SAC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Seasonal Checkup, Seasonal Checkup OVA. You can also listen to us talk about Love Live, Love Life Sunshine, Sailor Moon Crystal, Kaon, Shirobako. Five other complete series. It's almost complete. Almost complete. We have movies and some of those that we still have to watch. That just aren't out yet. Uh, you can follow us on, or you can follow Anladium at Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash anime checkup. And that's, that's oh yeah. Um by the way, we have a book. We have a book. We wrote a well, I'm gonna have multiple books, but this is the book that we wrote together. <laughs> we wrote a book. It's called One Shining Moment, a critical analysis of Love Life Sunshine. Um It's a bunch of just like it's an episode by episode breakdown of the series. So it's more of like a companion piece rather than like talking about the series as a whole. But, you know, if you want to see, like, our thoughts on specific episodes or there's some bonus uh, content in there and from about the series in general, because mm-hmm. this obviously spanned from the One Shiny Moment uh, web series that I did uh, over the summer. Mm-hmm. 
you should go check that out. It's available. It's out now. You can buy it. You can buy a physical copy, or you can buy a digital copy. It's wild. My physical copy shipped. Let me see when it's supposed to arrive. Mine also did. I think it's supposed to come Friday. You said that it's huge. It's what? You said it's huge. It is very big. Tuesday. Mine is arriving Tuesday. Well, you will be able to see the the finished product in your hand. Woo! It's wild to think. It is. So yeah, we have a book. You should go buy it. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. But yeah, other than that, that's it for us. We will see you next week along with everyone else when we get to see episode number two and we'll talk about that. Yay.